This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, April 5th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Pesticides, drought on advisory board agenda. Funds for pesticide outreach. Moderate rural Dems look for reconciliation for infrastructure. Bozeman, skeptical of spending. Drought and IPM policy on the agenda for the state ag board as the state aims to further limit the use of toxic pesticides through new regulations and sales fees, the Newsom administration is shifting the focus to Integrated Pest Management, or IPM. During its monthly meeting on Tuesday, the State Ag Board will discuss IPM policy with officials from Bayer Crop Science, a biopesticide manufacturer, and CDFA. California farmers and ranchers continue to make on-farm decisions that help to conserve water, sustainably deal with pest challenges, and promote a healthy environment, said CDFA Secretary Karen Ross. During the meeting, Water Resources Director Carla Nemeth will deliver an update on the emerging drought conditions. USDA's top climate advisor, Robert Bonney, will discuss how agriculture and forestry can play a role in new U.S. climate commitments. Bonney shared some of those insights during the recent AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit. Garamendi bill would boost state's pesticide goals. A new bill in Congress would provide more than $4 million in additional annual funding for UC Davis outreach on pesticide safety for farm workers. Representative John Garamendi of the Sacramento Valley introduced the Farm Worker Pesticide Safety Act last week in recognition of Cesar Chavez Day. Funding for the bill would come from fines for pesticide violations collected by EPA. This new federal funding would come at no cost to taxpayers, said Garamendi. And it would complement, quote, the very substantial investments California's Department of Pesticide Regulation is already making to ensure that farm workers and their young children are not exposed to dangerous pesticide levels. Moderate rural Democrats are not opposed to moving infrastructure bill through reconciliation. The top Democrat on the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee is not opposed to moving President Joe Biden's $2 trillion infrastructure bill through the reconciliation budget process if Republicans don't come to the table. Representative Sanford Bishop, a Georgia Democrat, says he understands Republicans may have some good ideas, but he notes Congress cannot be paralyzed by the stalemate. Bishop told AgriPulse, If we can do that working together, fine. If not, then we need to move forward by whatever means we can utilize. If that would be through reconciliation, so be it, to accomplish benefits that are so deserved and so needed by the American people. Representative Jim Costa, California Democrat, also expressed a similar view when speaking to AgriPulse last week. Bozeman, skeptical of infrastructure spending. Top Republican of the Senate Agriculture Committee, John Bozeman, the Arkansas Republican, told a local Arkansas TV station he is concerned about wasteful spending in the Biden $2 trillion infrastructure plan. Bozeman told 4029 News, I don't think you'll get a single Republican vote on this because it spends too much, and I don't think it spends the money that is going to be spent wisely. 
Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, a New York Democrat, has made a request to the chamber's parliamentarian to move the bill through a budget reconciliation process. This means Democrats would be able to pass the bill with only 50 Democratic votes and none from the GOP. Organic Standards Board seeks members. The National Organic Standards Board is looking for new members. The 15-member Volunteer Advisory Board, appointed by the Secretary of Agriculture, quote, considers public comments and makes recommendations on the national list of allowed and prohibited substances and other topics involved in organic agriculture. USDA seeking nominations of qualified individuals for four open seats on the NOSB, each of which carries a five-year term. Current openings for positions beginning in January of 2022 include one individual who owns or operates an organic farming operation or an employee of such an individual, one with expertise in areas of environmental protection and resource conservation, another who represents public interests or consumer interest groups, and finally, one with expertise in the fields of toxicology, ecology, or biochemistry. Federal aid boosts supermarket spending. Low-income Americans spent $8.4 billion a month on food using SNAP and pandemic EBT benefits during the pandemic last year, according to a new study by the USDA's Economic Research Service. That was an 86% increase over a comparable six-month period in 2019. Pandemic EBT benefits go to families whose children normally would be getting free or reduced-price meals at school. Together with SNAP, those benefits accounted for nearly 12% of what Americans spent on food at home, from April through September 2020. Now take note, the study also showed how spending online has grown sharply, although it's still relatively small compared to what recipients spend in stores. SNAP and PABT recipients used $196.3 million in benefits online in September, up from $2.9 million in February 2020. Here's today's She Said It. There is too little water to go around. That Oregon Governor Kate Brown in declaring a drought emergency in the Kalmuth Basin. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, April 5th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.